0: What even is the NFL Combine, if not another opportunity for the University of Georgia to assert its absolute dominant stranglehold on the entire college football landscape? There is one program in college football worthy of your attention, and this happens to be the podcast that talks about it. Uh, Today on the Lockdown Bulldogs, we're going to get into all that juicy Combine talk. You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Yeah, we probably are. Locked on Bulldogs, probably locked on a mm. podcast, not really. Your team every day. It's their
0: team. It's our team. It's, it's America's team.
1: Look, if it's not your team, mm. well
0: Ts and P's to you.
1: I I don't know how losing feels because I've only yeah, done that once in two years. It's hard. So there's yeah. that. Uh we are talking Combine, as Daniel was talking about, the mysterious love affair that Georgia Athletics has with the Combine of showing out. Just absolutely getting up in somebody's eye hole and saying, um, this is my place. Yeah, last,
0: year, last year, Jordan Davis went to the combine and he said, I live here now. Yeah. This is where I live. You can well, all. Well, Daniel, just, it
1: was Indianapolis. You can so. all come
0: and go as you please. But this is my city. I own it. I have the key. I've been given the key to it in a, in a ceremony. and It um, wasn't really
1: a ceremony when you force somebody. Mm, to do well, something. that is
0: true. And this year, the Georgia Bulldogs have returned. So listen, there's a lot to talk about about this combine. We're probably going to break this up into multiple episodes uh, because there's a lot of dogs to get to. So I know that we're, we're kind of starting back a few days ago, several days ago now by the time you're listening to this. But we're going to kind of get to all the highlights of the combine that happened over this past weekend. Let's start, though, with what I think. Am I wrong about this? I think this is the biggest showing not of any Georgia Bulldog at the combine. I believe no. that Nolan Smith made the most money of any other person at the NFL combine. He
1: uh, there's there's a second person who's also on Georgia list. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on, tight ends. By the way, I watched the tight ends. That is a deep class, and this guy fits it. Darnell Washington, um, yep, maybe made himself top twenty-five pick, top twenty pick.
0: You're going to get to him maybe in a couple of days. To be clear, I think Anthony Richardson also made himself a lot of money at the combine. We're going to talk about that tomorrow. I'm going to talk about AR. Trust me. We talk me. about what a joke that is. But Nolan Smith is a first round draft pick, Clint. He's listen. We'll get to the numbers in maybe in a minute. But this is a guy that came into this combine, and he was not projected by anyone at any time in the first round.
1: Top 40, top 50, a lot of mocks had mm-hmm. him going early second, mid second. You had yep. the injury concern, you had production, uh, you didn't have the sack numbers, Not yada the yada. Sack
0: and all these things. But listen, that just go it just goes to show you you give a guy a 40 time, and Clint, what's the numbers on that 40 time again? Hit me real quick I'm, with that.
1: I'm gonna tell you the 40 time, Daniel. Okay. okay. Now To remind everybody, to remind those watching on YouTube and listening on the podcast and you yourself, this is not a wide receiver. No. He's not a running back. No. No. He's not a safety. Okay, no. He's not a cornerback.
0: No. He's not a middle linebacker.
1: No. No. Um, He's 6'2", 240, and ran
0: a 4.3940. I'm sorry. He... Is 6'2". Yes. And he weighs 240 pounds. Correct. And he ran a... What
1: is that again? A 4.39 40-yard dash.
0: Okay. Let me say this. Please. Tyreek Hill... Yep, go ahead. ...ran a 4... 2940. Uh-huh. One tenth of a second slower. Yes. Then Nolan Smith, the defensive lineman, correct. Just ran. That's what you're telling me? Yeah. The fastest dude in the NFL, in the league. Uh, you're telling me uh-huh. that if Nolan Smith had to chase down Tyreek Hill. Yep, and it wasn't somehow, and he had even a, the slightest angle on him. Correct. He would catch him. That's what you're trying to tell me.
1: Jamal Charles, when he was at the combine, ran a four point three eight forty. Oh, Daniel.
0: Well, does he also play defensive line?
1: Nope, he plays running back.
0: No. Okay, so okay, the guy that's you're trying to be trying to tackle there.
1: Uh, there has not been a tight end who has posted a better 40 time than Nolan Smith ever at the Combine. Oh. Um, there has been two inside linebackers. I'm sorry, one that has beaten it, two that have made that the same. Uh-huh. And there has been one other edge rusher that has ever had a faster 40 time.
0: I'm sorry, you said ever.
1: And as the Combine has existed.
0: Well... How about the fact that he ran faster than all but three wide receivers in this year's class? There it is. Every wide receiver in this year's class except three. He ran the 40 mm-hmm. faster than Jalen Hyatt ran the 40.
1: <laughs> okay. If he was a safety, he would be on the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten top. 12 of safeties ever at the combine
0: ever at the yeah. combine okay we're just talking about the man isn't it's it's a superhuman thing Correct. what he's done but i'm going to tell you in the next segment why it's foolishness this is this is only validating where nolan smith should have been drafted all along and there it is. and i stand by what i'm going to say even though we're we're spending all this time talking about the combine, that four three nine forty time has nothing to do with why you should draft Nolan Smith in the first round. How dare nothing. you, sir? These nothing. men
1: are in pajamas. We're
0: gonna talk about what Nolan Smith actually did in oh, segment two oh. to warrant being a first round draft pick, and then we're gonna get to a couple of other key defenders on last year's team as well.
1: But first, we'll talk about built bar. Built bar is the tastiest protein bar on planet Earth. They are high in protein. They are low in sugar. They are high in fiber. They are a great meal replacement on the go. Pre-workout, post-workout, whatever your busy schedule has. Built Bar is the tastiest protein bar on planet Earth. How do we know? Because we've tried them.
0: We eat them and we like them.
1: them. And I steal Daniel's when I come and visit his house because they're that
0: good still not forgiven
1: no there's many things that that is the case of daniel Mm -hmm. the list is long
0: listen the list of reasons why i will fight you is not incredibly long but that one's on it there's one other there's one other built
1: bar tastiest protein bar they taste like a candy bar and yet they are in fact a protein bar get it right now built.com promo code locked on locked on for 15 percent off your entire order Mm. get them at sam's club as well Get mix and match, puffs, crisp, whatever you need. Built bar, the tastiest protein bar, yes, on planet Earth.
0: Nigh on this entire planet, Clint. There's never been a tastier protein bar. Let's talk about Nolan Smith because this guy's always been a first-round draft pick.
1: Yeah, this, you is the, this is the weird thing, and this is what Combine does to people. All of a sudden, good thinking, well-coached, intelligent, articulate people lose their mind at the combine Yes, when all they have to do is go back and look at the film of Nolan Smith every single time he played. And they will see the top graded edge defender against the run in the SEC the last two years. That's what they'll see. And they'll see pulling guards, pulling tackles, running backs, tight ends. It doesn't matter who they put in front of him. The edge on which Nolan Smith sat was set and no one got outside why do you think there was a gulp in our throats when we thought about this defense continuing on to go to another championship without nolan smith setting that edge and it was real terrifying we we were not kidding we
0: got on this podcast nervous as all get up
1: all up in our fields
0: yeah that's right it you just look at the tape he doesn't have the sack numbers sure but Anyone who watches football can see, just watch the play in the national championship game when he chases down Bryce Young on the sideline. Um, watch the plays that he makes setting the edge against the run, as you said. Watch the plays that he makes chasing a play to the opposite side of the line of scrimmage, running running down the backside, making a tackle. Ch- like, Just watch what Nolan Smith does on an every-down basis, mm-hmm. and and then you combine that with, yes, he is a freaky athlete as well. And listen, Switching, what people are long, not even talking about is fast. what people are not talking about enough is I don't know what kind of ridiculous wonderlick test tests they're going to put in front of these guys. Let me tell you this, whatever kind of nonsense test they put in front of them, I don't know how anybody's going to do on it, but I promise you this, Nolan Smith's going to ace whatever test, whatever interview, whatever personality evaluation you want to do on a kid, this kid is has got leader of leaders he's got he he this you know, guy question
1: does is, georgia have top caliber alpha five star all country recruits every single time and it's specific, the guys who are used to getting their way on every room they walk into since they were Eighth graders
0: coming out of everywhere, George has got these players. Okay,
1: and was Nolan the type of guy that people listened to and responded to within that group of one percenters in the one percent of college football?
0: Not for one year, not for two years, no, nope. but for all the years that he's been on campus, that's who Nolan Smith has been. He is an absolute rock in the locker room, he is a leader of men. And he will make an NFL team significantly better from day one. Can't wait to see what this kid does. On the other side of the line of scrimmage, you got Robert Beal. And now listen, not everybody runs a sub 4-4 in the 40. And so Robert Beal comes out here, Clint, and not a bad showing for
1: him uh, as well. No, 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 no. Robert Beal. Now... Now, again, granted, you have to understand the combine is a very, very odd assortment, Daniel. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's there's weird tests and the shuttles and yada yada yada. Just on the 40, Robert Beale's tape was good. We were he had a high ceiling. I still think he does have a high ceiling. Production yep. wasn't there. Often maligned, but a 4.4840, Daniel. That's
0: that's pretty good.
1: It's still very, very... 6'4",
0: 250. Correct. Uh, he's got the size, and he's he's a talented kid. I think Robert Beal is definitely... He's always going to be drafted. It'll be interesting to see where Robert Beal lands, what kind of a system he lands in, and whether or not he lands in the defensive system where he can find himself a role and find himself a niche on defense if you, got to proj- if you had to project Robert Beal into a round in the draft, where are you going to put him at this point?
1: Man. You know, Robert, Robert Beal to me, I just I think he is somebody that you're going to look at a team that already has great chemistry on defense and a great defensive coach, and you're mm-hmm. going to go Kirby Smart got the most out of him. So you need another Kirby-esque guy. On defense. This is not going to be <clears throat> come into to the 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 Kansas City Chiefs and put them on the field and see what happens. the Chiefs are the type of thing, they just throw guys out there and see what happens. This is a more Bill Belichick-esque guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so it's gonna take somebody maybe the sixth round, I think, taking a chance and putting him into a system. Um, just like Jamari. Jamari did not wow people, and we said countless times. He's going to be a franchise left tackle. Go get him. Chargers yep. waited till the 6th round, got him and all of a sudden now they're saying this year, oh hey look, we have a franchise left tackle. Uh, the
0: difference is is that you just you don't have nearly as much tape on Robert Beal. He's made it. some plays, he's been good, he's been solid, but you don't have a ton of consistent tape with Robert Beal and you know, as as I just said, that's really what we value more than anything else. Uh, but on the other side of that coin, mm-hmm. though, is another guy that we're going to talk about maybe right after we come back from this. All right, let's close out the show today, Clint, talking about another Smith, Christopher yes. Smith. Um, You want to talk about just some damn good dogs. Clint, how about Nolan Smith and Christopher Smith? I mean, these guys, you can't replace them. Let me just say that. Let me say it out loud in case anybody needs to hear it. Georgia's defense is going to be very good next year. Okay? Georgia's defense loaded to the gills with talent. Georgia's defense is not going to have any problem putting great athletes, great football players onto the field. Georgia has elite coaches. Mm-hmm. Georgia's defense is going to be very good. We did lose our defensive coordinator to the University of Alabama. He did take a position at the U-
1: – Oh, wait. Wait. I'm sorry. Did, uh, oh, no no, no,
0: no, 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 no. That didn't happen. Oh, interesting. No, that did not happen. I was told it was going to happen by some very Guaranteed. well-informed sources. Very well-informed sources. Do your research. Um, well, I did my research and still got the defensive coordinator He's still right here. Um, The defense is going to be fine next year but you're not just going to go replace guys like Christopher Smith and Nolan Smith, because the things that they bring to a football team are bigger than football. They're bigger than tackles and 40 times and what have you. Now, Christopher Smith did not have a great showing at the NFL combine. He did not wow anybody with his uh, reps or his shuttles or his cones or his forties or his whatever it is that he did. And that's fine. There's something to be said for that. I'm sure that's, that's not going to play into Christopher Smith's favor when it
1: comes drafting. No, Christopher Smith was at the combine to do check marks of things. It wasn't to move up or down. It was to confirm on tape or deny on tape. What you saw and what you saw on tape was a dude that ran the alleys and covered the middle of the field with elite precision, more than any other safety in the nation. Christopher Smith was such a heartbeat to this dog's defense and, and the combine scores 4.6 to 40. Not great. 10 yard split 1.56, uh, bench press 15 reps, vertical jump 33. Not great. I, I understand that. And yet how many times have we said this? The combine is where you guys lose their minds on certain prospects and you're able to confirm deny, or jump up. I don't like the jumping up ascending so much as it is confirmation. Right, that's what I like the combine to do. Chris, Christopher Smith did not make himself money at the combine. I don't think he lost himself a ton of money. I think he was always going to be wherever he was going to be on on people's boards based on tape, and that's what the combine showed us.
0: Yeah, absolutely. i um, i have the I have the world's best analogy when it comes to Christopher Smith. This man, are,
1: said, this man said, "World's best analogy." Okay, give it to me.
0: Are you ready for it? I'm ready. Do you remember that does the name duncan meyer mean anything to you clint <laughs> duncan meyer okay for those of a, you I not
1: an 80s rom-com protagonist for those,
0: for those of you that may not be familiar there's a there's an episode of um a television show called seinfeld it's the greatest in which a race was conducted Between Jerry and this guy, Duncan Meyer. Now, if you recall from the episode, I choose not to run. I told him the same thing I've told everyone. I choose not to run, Um, which is what some people did at the combine. And I really wish somebody, when they do that, would say to a media member, I told them the same thing I've told everybody. I choose not to run. Nobody will. No. You notice no. I saved Christopher Smith so I could save this analogy for the 199. People love the <clears> banter.
1: They love the banter. People
0: are here for the hey, banter. Hey, you know
1: what? 191, get on over right now to mm. the 199. Bonfire.com slash store slash the 199.
0: The race, it the premise of the episode is basically this that, okay. that Jerry was deemed to be the fastest kid in school. Yep. Not because he actually was the fastest kid in school. No. But because when mr bellowafqua was was firing off the gun to start the race
1: little bean teeth
0: he was down he was down there he was down at one end and jerry and george were down at the other end uh-huh. he said on your mark get set jerry takes off i love this he gets this a head so start before the gun fires and so he's already way down the line before anybody else starts running, he wins the race by a mile, never races again. This is Christopher Smith guys. Okay. Okay. 40 times don't mean that much. When you get a head start on every play that you're in, it doesn't matter who the fastest safety is. Do you know what matters, Clint? Who's the fastest safety? to the ball
1: who gets to the ball first
0: who gets to the man with the ball now there are two ways to get to the man with the ball fast Mm -hmm. you can either run fast getting there okay or you can know where he's going Mm -hmm. and get a head start Mm -hmm. this Mm -hmm. is christopher smith and if you've watched georgia football and i know you have If you've watched the Oregon game last year, go ahead and cut that Oregon tape on for me real quick, and you tell me about Christopher Smith's 40-time. Because let me tell you, when Oregon started running that Gus Malzahn widescreen game, Christopher Smith wasn't having any of it. No. He was there in a heartbeat coming downhill, laying the wood on these backs and receivers. And he did so not because he's the fastest guy in the room. He's never been the fastest guy in the room, Clint. He's never even been considered among the fastest guys in the room. No, sir. What Christopher Smith has is all up here. It's all in his ability to diagnose plays, to know where people are going before they get there, and to get a head start. So listen, I'm not worried about Christopher Smith whatsoever. 40 time was about—I mean, was it slower than what I thought it would be? Yeah, it probably was a little slower than what I thought it would be. I thought it would be in the four fives, But Christopher Smith has never made his money on speed. He makes his money on being right.
1: And he's right almost always. A lot. Go look at Jimmy Ward of the 49ers for a comp. That's who I think Christopher Smith could be. Uh, hey, it has been Locked on He's Bulldogs. more like
0: Jerry Seinfeld to me, but I think Jimmy Ward is a fine comp. It's fair. <laughs> I choose. Can't stand yes. Can't stand uh, this, is,
1: this has been Locked on Bulldogs, by Locked on Podcast now we're your team every day. We'll be back tomorrow talking more combine results. Check Ooh. us out. Babe. See ya.